afternoon, sunshine. This is the very first episode of Let's Really Talk About It, a podcast by yours truly. (laughs) Here I'll be discussing topics ranging from personality, love, the media, society, and so much more. Of course, I'll end up including some guests, but as for now, I'm going solo on these episodes. So, if you've met me in real life, you're probably surprised by my calm tone. Well, darling, this is just another part of me that people rarely get to see. Or hear in this instance. With that being said, today's topic is identity. And this episode is purposely relaxing. So go on ahead, put your headphones in, and use this to fall asleep or wind down if you like. I really don't mind. Identity to me is about who you are, who you're becoming, and who you are to others. I think the title to this will be Identity Part 1, as I'll be discussing how my identity has changed throughout the pandemic, or possibly evolved. That's a better word. That's what I like to use often. But in future episodes, I might ask other guests questions about their identity to see what changed slash evolved and what stayed the same and compare their experiences to my own. So, I grew up in the I generation. Technology was booming. Things were becoming more instant, more in your face, more pop-ups everywhere. And kids like me grew up with access to the World Wide Web, an actually fast one at that. You didn't have to wait hours anymore. Everything was instant. Whether it was Fruit Ninja, Kick, Twitter, you name it, everyone had it. Everyone was and is still hooked to their screens. Then though, I was always on YouTube, watching influencers like Alicia Marie, Ava Gutowski, and twins, Nikki and Gabby. They were so cool to me because they were able to have all this freedom along with other things that they made being a teenager or even growing up seem really cool. They had their own place, they had their own cards, they could date. I mean, they didn't apply to all of them, but they had a lot of freedom. Believe me, I was 8 or 10 years old thinking, that's dope. I definitely want to be like that when I'm older, you know? I used to watch them all the time, along with other very misleading things. So watching them, I was like, oh, this is who they are. They don't cuss, they're always happy, they're funny, they're successful, like 300k at the time. They have way more now, which was a lot. I mean, now they're almost at 1 million or over a million. I didn't really know that this was an act for them pretty much and that they had real people problems. So watching them now as adults, not being so censored and being more of who they are has helped me realize that everyone has sort of become like this during the pandemic. It's like without having to be outside and open to other people's judgment, whether you want to be or not, being isolated has helped a lot of us not be so worried about that judgment and be more accepting of who we are and accepting that we can't brush our problems under the rug for the sake of family, friends, or even viewers. I'm like 10 years younger than them. Let's keep that in mind. But I truly understand now that I don't have to be who people want me to be. And I don't have to do what people want me to do. And yeah, that's obvious. It's unoriginal. But I feel like we're all so pressured to be complacent 
or accepting of being constantly forced to make ourselves smaller for the sake of others. It's like, when we take part in this, we become prisoners to our own minds. The back of our mind is constantly screaming at us to escape. To not be held down by other people's thoughts or values. But at this point, you begin to wonder, why are my thoughts, why is it that my thoughts that are holding me back, not even my own? I don't have to be this extraordinary person to them. I don't have to prove Jack Shank to them. What I can be is extraordinary to myself. Because in the end, that's the only validation that matters, right? And I hope you all take that lesson with you today. Now, here are some of what I did to reach this point in my life. Step one, stop idolizing people slash take a break from social media. I have been taking constant breaks from those apps all throughout quarantine and so on. I never really did that before. Never for more than a week or a couple of days. And when I'm away from it, I, re- I realize how much higher I feel. Maybe a tad bit bored. But I realize that I'm quote-unquote poor either way why else would i mindlessly scroll be scrolling for there i say eight plus hours throughout the day that's kind of embarrassing anyway even when i was on it i look i took the liberty way back in the spring of 2020 to unfollow unsubscribe unadd everyone that doesn't resonate with me anymore like i said my own validation is what i'm putting first now I stopped following the shade room, stopped subscribing to the channels that only report gossip because I don't care. Celebrities are real people too, with real people problems. And after that whole T.I. monitoring his daughter's virginity thing, I got a little fed up. Or when all this stuff came out about Shane Dawson, I was sad because it was the end of an era. But also, I was dumbfounded how the older generations let that slide anyway. Because I personally wasn't old enough to be viewing those very mm, there's no word to describe them very gross videos I, I could say so I wouldn't have known but how did they let him get famous mm, I guess we'll never know I still follow people like Jamila Jamila though even though she's a celebrity she's inspiring and always willing to call people out on their BS especially media outlets who constantly manipulate the narratives of so many people that are idolized as gods. I see a lot of people following Kylie Jenner. Do you even like Kylie Jenner? Or do you want to be her? Or worse, do you hate her, but keep tabs on her? When you go through who you're following and letting into your bubble, ask yourself if they're good enough for your mental health and significant or really bad for it. Or even ask yourself if you've outgrown them and the type of content they make. And this applies to friends, acquaintances, and family as well. You don't like them being in your bubble, at least on social media, remove them as follow as a follower first, and then follow them. I don't believe in that blood is thicker than water thing. That's not even the full quote. I do believe in doing what's good for you and being with people that are good for you. Let go of social media's hold on you. Let go of people who you are able to let go of. If you can't right now, don't give up on yourself. Your time will come. (laughs) Now on to the second step. Make yourself less available. I've always been someone who would throw myself into the water. And I can't swim, honey. For people who wouldn't. (laughs) 
jump in the water for me. I think that just turning your notifications off is always good for you. Other people close to me contact me for my number for emergencies or, you know, for casual conversation. For school, it's all pretty much Gmail and Google Classroom, so I keep those notifications on. That's about it, really. On my social media, I'd never keep those on. Because if if it was important, you'd text me for my number, right? That's what I always tell my friends. I don't really give my number out to, like, people that I don't plan on being there for, you know? I think that another step that you should do is really prioritize your mental health. Even if you have to do it privately, you should find an activity that you like to do and hold that time for you. Even if it's just, like, walking from place to place you listen to the music that you like you take that time for yourself you walk slowly back home that can make all the difference believe me i've done that um you can try practicing the guitar if your family isn't too annoyed by it and you know sorry excuse me you can try doing so much for yourself just give yourself the opportunity to do that and don't let people hold you back because you're going to end up blaming them and sometimes you should but really you are in control of yourself at the end of the day and when you're older they won't say oh i'm sorry that you went through that but i'm sorry they have nothing else to say ever think about it they're gonna say you're an adult now you're gonna have to handle it accept it and forgive it and i don't know i'm not an adult but i feel like a lot of us in my generation grown up really quickly and despite popular belief not all of us are part of the tiktok generation i feel like people always just want to hate on the next generation i feel like that's very negative because I think that just contributes to, like, the unnecessary bullying culture. Like, why hate on the next generation, you know? Step four. Try not to think about people's perception of you as much. Like, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, people are going to see this sit I have on my forehead. Some people don't really even notice or even care. Unless they really comment on it, I guarantee you they're thinking something about themselves. Like, oh, there's broccoli in my teeth. I'm not even thinking about Kelly, if that's your name. Sorry, Kelly. But I'm not even thinking about Kelly. Kelly's pimple on her forehead. Honestly, I'm worried about how bad my breath stinks. Like, you know, I really feel like everyone is a tad bit insecure. And to feel more secure, we make ourselves the main character of the story. And... You just have to think about that. Your identity isn't what people say it is. Your mistakes aren't your identity. If you fix them, if you don't make that a part of you, your um, mistakes are an outside source, in my opinion. Like, you look at them, they look at you, you decide if you want to chop their head off with a sword or if you want to take it out for drinks. You know what I'm saying here? Like, you decide that, honey. You you take control of your life. That's at five. Take control of the things that you can control. If you cannot control how your family treats you and how you do that, control how you treat yourself. Control how you think about yourself. 
and I'm sorry for going through a horrible situation where you can't do that, but please try to invoke some of the things that I discuss here into your life, and I guarantee you, it'll keep you going, at least. If people try to stop you, you keep going. Number six. So, thank you for listening to this podcast on identity. This is a shorter one, I think. I might, I could go longer, but, you know, I, I gotta save it for the other parts, honey. So, thank you for listening, and yeah. Bye. <laughs> Tune in next week.